The Secret Shopper Files podcast is presented by Michael Sands, Darren Hunter, and Dennis Youssef from Inspired Growth Training. In each episode, we secret shop property management agencies at a location anywhere over Australia, New Zealand, the United States, or the United Kingdom and deliver our findings and results to you so you know how to dominate in your marketplace by competing better on service and value and not on fees. If you want us to secret shop your competitors, contact us at secretshopperfiles.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. Before we get into our podcast, just want to do a quick shout out for Inspection Manager. What an amazing inspection app platform that they have. And they're really excited at the moment with their tenant assisted routine inspections, where your tenants in the convenience of their own time frame and in the convenience of their rental property, they can be getting you through the app inspections, um, their own inspection or their own photos that they've done. Now this is going to help you, particularly if you're in lockdown, but what we've also found as businesses have come out of lockdown, um, they've found that perhaps they can do maybe one or even two of these inspections a year aside from scheduling their normal routine inspections. The next step really, go and have a demo, have a look for yourself and make a decision where this could actually work for you too. So go to inspectionmanager.com, request a demo and check it out. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here and I am with the one and only Dennis Youssef and of course Michael Sands. We are Inspired Growth Training and today with a secret shopper files, we've got a great show lined up with 10 phone calls that we did with agencies on the Sunshine Coast, which is about an hour north drive, 100 kilometers north of Brisbane, which is the capital city of Queensland, being our, you could say, Florida version here in Australia, Um, very tropical, subtropical, great place for a holiday. Um, and here's some fun facts about the Sunshine Coast. Uh, it's the home of Australia Zoo. So our famous zoo is based there. Um, and My uh, backyard. We've, we've uh, we have had a lot of fun at Australia Zoo. I've been there several times. I know yep. you have too because you, you're based in Brisbane. Um, there is an island just off the Sunshine Coast that Sean Connery owned for a number of different years. So there's a, there's a fun fact. Now, also, the Sunshine Coast was a place where runaway convicts used to go. Um, and and population of Sunshine, Sunshine Coast is around 312 thousand people according to a latest google stat and there's some interesting competition that goes on between people is the sunshine coast better than the gold coast and for our listeners to the gold coast with our surface paradise which is surface paradise uh, it's about an hour south of uh, of brisbane and so there's a lot of competition here in australia which is better and i suppose in my opinion Sun- sunshine coast is that just a little bit warmer a little bit more tropical, probably uh, a little bit more refined beaches, but I guess that's all about opinion. Um, but anyway, guys, so um, let's talk about the Secret Shopper Files for the Sunshine Coast. Um, Michael, uh, we had a call from our client um, who wanted the report done. What was their, without, of course, we can't go into confidential stuff, but what was their main need of wanting this report done on 10 of their competitors that they gave us details of? Yeah, look, uh, the purpose for this was they were looking to expand or get some footprint into the area. And I guess Sunshine Coast is so vast. Like, there's so many suburbs and um, areas that are in there. I guess it was identifying 
who's doing what there, um, you know, what the market is like, and just kind of getting an understanding of is this a market that they want to get into? Because, you know, they, they see the other states, New South Wales, Victoria, they, they understood the Brisbane market and, um, and Gold Coast. They wanted to see what the difference was with the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, they, they really wanted to look at what, um, you know, some of the agencies were doing so they can um, really dig deep on the points of differences. They wanted to really dig in and, and focus on, on what other people aren't focusing on. So that was um, quite important as well um, as part of the discussion. So the, yes, everyone wants to know what everyone's doing, but they actually wanted to really utilise the report and say, this is what we're going to focus on, what they're doing weak. You know, where their weaknesses are, we're going to, you know, strive on. So I thought that was really good too. All right. So, Michael, they gave us 10 names, um, contact details of the 10 agencies they wanted us to secret shop. The calls were done by our secret shopper. Um, let's talk about um, our experience first on the phone as a, as a potential prospect. We call them up and, and uh, uh, we, we, uh, we talk about how we're interested in investing in the area. Um, what, was, um, you know, what was the experience overall with those, those 10 phone calls? Now, we've, we've called up other cities and you know, had a, a bit of a shocker of a time, but I think you told me before that this was a little bit more pleasant. Well, um, just on that too, we, we wasn't we we did more than ten on this one, Darren. We did, yeah, we, we did a couple extra. Okay. Mm. Well, so why did you do some extra um, when we, we we said to the client that you know we only do ten, but why why, why did we do the thirteen? Because Darren, as you and everyone else in the marketplace knows, there are some there are some players that are across many different marketplaces, and um, you know that are in the area too, and we wanted to check up on them and see how they were making an impact in the area, right? Because, you know, we, we see people market online, they, they market um, through their social channels and, and everything. We wanted to lift the hood and, and really see what was going on in the Sunshine Coast. So, Dennis, I think it's fair to say, like, we, we thought we really understood the Sunshine Coast and the market and the, and the, and the agencies up there really well. Yep. Now, we know a lot of them far more intimately than, than we had ever thought we could of. Mm. And it's, it has been a massive eye-opener for us too. Yeah, look, I, I, um, we've obviously all of us have done quite a bit of training up there in Queensland as well, in, uh, up on the Sunshine Coast and um, done some, um, you know, we've worked in the area, we've spent a bit of time up there, we've, I've run events up there as well. So, you know, you do get to know the, the agencies up there. And um, I, I, one thing I was really, really happy with, I've got to say across the board, that um, our client experience when dealing with the, the BDM or the listing agent, they were quite conversational. There, were, there was some really positive feedback there, which was really good. You know, Queensland's renowned as the laid-back state, right? Um, you know, um, and they were more conversational across the board. Even one of them was asking, you know, why did you think about um, you know, I won't say what I nearly, I nearly slipped up then, and what, <laughs> you know, what, 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 what drew you to the area, you know, which was really good. It's a, one of the questions that, that we don't see being asked enough. So I thought that was quite good. Um, again, it was good on conversation when we got to the BDM. Uh, one of the, again, the letdown, and I think there's a common theme here, guys, the front of house person. The front of house person 
is still not engaging enough with the clients. You know, I, I think I'll speak generally here that sometimes that person is given too many tasks and they, they've got all other jobs to do. Um, you know, ultimately, that front of house person is one of the most important people because that customer experience starts right there. You know, we had one agency. They didn't even answer with the business name, right? They didn't even answer with the business name and then they questioned why we were calling them. <laughs> what do you mean you want to know about our property management services? Um, and, and we had to repeat ourselves, right? I, I actually listened to the call a couple of times in case, because once I've read the notes and then I, I went back and went, okay, no, that person was obviously having a really bad day. <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, but, you know, uh, and a couple of the times that we're through there as well, Michael, is uh, what was happening is they would say, oh, they'll give you a call tomorrow. But our team had to call back the next day because they still hadn't heard, right? However, once they did get onto the BDM, it was good. So, you know, I, I just wonder how much business is being lost without the BDMs even knowing. I just, think that, I just think that, you know, the, the front of house person generally, um, especially in Sunshine Coast, probably more so, you'd say, they're just overworked. Like they're obviously taking phone calls for the sales department and it's just everything that's coming in and having to direct the traffic. They're doing a hundred things like a centipede, you know, a million miles an hour, and they just don't have the time to give to their clients that are calling that are calling up. And they just try to say, yep, I'll get such and such to call you back. Or yes, I'll transfer you through to that department and it gets lost. So you're right, Dennis, how many people are not going through following up um, for that for that agency to be their property manager? Yeah. But overall, um, Overall, I like the Sunshine Coast. You know, I, I love it, actually. Like, I think it's a fantastic place. You know, Dennis, we were looking at buying something there. Um, it was far more relaxed. Mm. Um, I found that there are people that have been in the area for a long time that, um, that are really great at what they do. Um, I felt there was a bit of a disconnect between the BDM model forwarding on to the property managers. Mm -hmm. I think that the BDMs in the area are, um, uh, you know, whilst they're fantastic... I think that connection through to the PM department um, has, has lacked um, from the experience that we've had recently. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so there, there is a, there's that bit of disconnect. But again, yeah. it was... It, it's, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, you guys have both got kids. I'm sure you've seen the movie The Lion King, right? Who, who was the wise character in The Lion King? Do you know, Darren? Come on, you've watched it hundreds of times. It was Rafiki, the wise... The, the gibbon. Um, yeah, okay. So, the baboon. So the baboon. Yeah, the baboon. You know, so Rafiki's the, the wise baboon and, and he, he's it's like the BDM, right? He, he's doing such a great job of being um, wise and educating the people. But, however, the before experience, it hasn't been quite good. And then, and then it makes the client wonder, well, what's going to happen after it? As a BDM, Darren, so many... People would say, Dennis, but we like you. We want you to manage the house. I'm going, ah, no, you don't. <laughs> so I would educate them straight away. So, you know, you don't want that to happen. You need that smooth process, you know, from beginning to end. And, and look, we can segue because before that, before somebody calls, what are, what, what are people doing? What are mums and dad investors doing before they call an agency? They're going and having a look at the online presence, right? Mm. You know, so it, let's move across and, and, and 
run through that experience. So, uh, Michael, Dennis, let's let's leave the online presence. Okay, let's just keep on going through the experience. And okay, you, before we move on from experience, I want to talk about conversation. You've said, Dennis, conversation is so important, and we did get that with our Sunshine Coast agencies that we called. Why is conversation? Why not just trying to sell your services? Why is conversation really important? Well, you need to connect with people. You've got to you've got to have that natural ability of of connecting with that client, right? Having a, a, a conversation with them. If you just sit there and answer the questions, if someone says, what are your fees? How do you manage a property? What are you doing? What are you that? And there's no conversation and no experience being shared and points of differences, how are you going to be building rapport with the client? Yeah. You know, you've got to build rapport with a client. You know, Michael said you've got to be like a centipede, right, earlier. Um, you know, a BDM not only in their prospecting they've got to be everywhere but you know you've got to be able to connect all those five six seven eight different personality traits that a person's got and you've got to do that through conversation and through conversation you've got to connect and when you connect with the client comes trust right so it's so important that you have a conversation with the person asking them those listening questions don't ask them yes and no answer you know, it, it, there's a time and a place for a yes and no answer, if I can add. You know, if I'm finding that they don't want to give me their email address or their, their property address, I will ask them questions that I know they're going to have to answer yes. Right? So I'll get them into the yes, 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 and then I'll ask for it, and then it, it flows. Do you find However, that you, do you get asked yes or no questions a lot? Do I get answered? Well, all the time people are, you know, they're not giving me a response that you want to ask questions so it creates conversation. And see, that's how everyone listening today, you don't say yes or no. I gave Dennis a yes or no answer and he, <laughs> and he turned it around. So that was just a one-on-one. I turned it around. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's let's move on. So, all right, our secret shoppers called them. We've uh, we've rated our experience with them, and that's something we we do make very clear in our mm. secret shopper reports that clients get. Um, let's also talk uh, about the other data that we collect. How do we go when we ask them about, or how are they different from the other agencies down the road? Of course, we're wanting to get their points of difference. What were some of the points of difference, Dennis? That we that we came across and and that, that were put into the report? Um, one of my favourite TV shows is Friends, and George Constanza would say it, you know, all the time. Okay, you know, um, you, you can't eat uh, 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 lollies with a, what was it? Uh, um, was it Mars bar? Now I'm confused. It was a Mars bar with a knife and fork, right? That's a point of difference in how to eat a chocolate. However. Well, I, I would have thought the point of difference would mean that George Costanza was on Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh, did I say? For, I said the wrong. <laughs> Seinfeld. Um, you know, a point of difference is eating a, a Mars bar with a um, a knife and fork. You know, in how to eat chocolate. Whereas these guys, the points of difference. You know, one of my favourite ones. The, the points of difference is we're PM only. I've got to say, the Sunshine Coast has probably got more PM only businesses. I agree. Ratio than any other part of Australia. <laughs> I agree. There's a lot of independent agencies up in because there's too many 
agencies to cover all the big brands. So they run out. And of course, you know, there's all sorts of different named agencies and independent yeah. agencies and property management only agencies. Look, look, if, if they said we're PM only and backed it up with other things of, of their points of difference, I'm fine with it. But that was the only thing they gave. You know, uh, one of them said um, they're personal. You know, they deal with people. And, and, and I thought that was good. But they're still not you know, um, giving us some strength. One of them said we're award winners, um, which, you know, I, I don't mind if someone says you're an award-winning agency, but tell me why, then back it up with the systems and procedures, um, you know, as well, because, and then give me some stats behind it. Um, you know, because you don't, someone actually said to me once, oh, I saw that you guys have won awards. You know, sometimes a company winning awards is about showboating. And I said, actually, um, it's good to get recognition that you are an award-winning agency and you know that you've got the right systems and procedures in place for you to win those awards and then this is why. And then I would give them our stats and then they, they you know, if you're going to do it, back it up, you know. So the points of differences again, Michael. Um, I think they, they, they clearly lacked again. Yeah. Um, and everyone says the same thing around the country and around, and around the world too. Yeah, it's a, it's a consistent theme of the same stuff, but not realising it's, it's ineffective in the eyes of the prospective client. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I think then like, that really kind of makes it glaringly obvious that it does become a race for, um, for the fee as opposed to what people are doing differently and resolving the pain points that the owners are clearly identifying. And then you know, the other question to that is... Um, well, how do I know the pain points of my clients? And I think we've said it maybe once before, Darren, ask them, call them, yep. email them, survey them, just communicate with them and ask them, hey, what can we do, be doing differently for you that we're not already doing? Or, you know, when you were looking for a property management company, what were the things that were important to you? What are your general concerns? You don't even need to ask your database, your landlords, because you might get a skewed response. Yep. So put on social media, do you have a rental property or investment property anywhere in Australia? I'd love to ask you some questions. That, that's, again, Michael, that's all about creating that conversation, right? Um, I, I've just remembered one of the BDMs was quite good. They had actually sent the pre-listing email and information while they were on the phone to our team. You know, that was good. So, you know, some uh, there was a couple of um, times where we had to follow up. We haven't got the email. You said you were going to send us some information the next day or you said you, um, they would call us the next day. At the end of the day, we're calling them again. This particular um, agency um, actually, yep, no problem, great. But like similar to what Michael's doing, they were um, asking those questions and they were collating the information and they'd sent it through while our team was on the phone to them. Mm. That was very good. You know, a, a trick I used to do, um, if I didn't know the house, which was quite rare, not knowing a particular home in a, a town I've just happened to be in now at the moment, um, I, I would go to, I would open up Pricefinder or I would go to um, um, Google Earth or um, RP Data and I'd do a quick search uh, and, and getting an understanding. And the great thing about doing that is I knew if it was currently rented with another agency, if this particular owner wasn't giving me enough info, I could bring it up straight away. Um, if they said, no, it's new, then I'd go, okay, now I know they bought it off this agency because it's currently rented with them. So it gave me that little bit of inside information 
And I could turn around and say, oh, look, I know that property. That was with ABC Realty. This is what they're renting it for. Actually, at the time, I thought it was under-rented. This is what you could get now, you know. And then, and then what's that doing? It's giving you extra brownie points. All right. Well, let, let, let's um, thank you, Dennis. Let's move on. And I just want to talk um, just just for our viewers and our listeners as well. We've actually, with all the experience that we've done with hundreds, maybe thousands of secret shopper calls that we've done now, Michael, Dennis, um, we've done a couple of training sessions that are made available for people that do want the secret shopping reports. We've done two video training sessions, which is the 10... Um, powerful points of influence and difference. So even though we're talking about, hey, a lot of people are giving dead points of difference, we've actually done 10 uh, points of difference that really do work and we know will impress property investors. And we've done a separate video training session also um, on the 10 winning keys to taking the new business inquiry. So all the things and the steps you need to do right once that phone rings right through to signing the management agreement and making sure you get the business really quick and your competitors miss out. If you want more information on a secret shopper report for your agency, you want to talk about, hey, what can be gathered with information in your marketplace or maybe some ideas on how you want to just get leverage and dominate, go to secretshopperfiles.com. That's secretshopperfiles.com. But just look, moving on, I've got the fee matrix. Now, this is the spreadsheet that we supply also with the report going through all of the fees that we've um, got the agencies to quote over the phone. And, and we go through all the fees, not just their management fees. And I have to say, guys, first off, Sunshine Coast, um, for me, it being a, a fee expert, um, over several countries, I've always seen the Sunshine Coast as being very, very low in fees in a state, which is Queensland, which is already very, very low in fees. So Brisbane, Gold Coast, other parts are low, but Sunshine Coast is one of the lowest I've seen in fees in Australia. Now, their management fees are typically that 7% up to 8.5% general consistency across the board. You've got some other agencies getting smart and saying, look, if the rent goes below X dollars, then we're going to charge, you know, 9% or something like that. So kudos to those agencies doing that. But otherwise there was a, there was a, a good consensus. There was one agency giving a fixed amount, um, a fixed price per month. Um, so moving on, there was some general consensus consensus there around the management fee, but, uh, the leasing fee, uh, Queensland, um, let me ask you a question. Are you all colluding? Because everybody charges one week's rent plus GST. It's like you guys are still legislated, but hang on. Regulation finished a couple of years ago. There is no limit except your mindset, which dictates what your leasing fee should be. So guys, if you feel you are better if you're getting properties rented faster, if you're doing better and using better leasing technology, I mean, that's a point of difference in itself. You can show that owners really care about that stuff more and you can start charging more for your leasing fees. So Queensland, stop this silly collusion going on and start, you don't have to be charging one week's rent any longer. You can be charging more. So moving on into the other fees. Now, we've talked before about what's called the law of the main game. And the law of the main game is to understand there's two um, 
property owners at a barbecue and they're chatting and they get onto the topic of property management. One guy says, oh, um, what's your agent charging? And he says, well, I'm getting charged 8%. The other one says, well, I'm getting charged 7%, but they don't really talk about any other fees because they're generally overlooked or they're not considered of real importance because owners in general focus on the big daddy, which is the management fee, if not maybe the leasing fee. But a lot of agencies, particularly in Queensland, don't understand that principle because they're so lacking in the other stuff. Whereas the other stuff, the add-on fees is where we get the traction people. That's where we can get the profitability. In fact, we could easily find an extra $500 a year per door, per property quite easily, just with a few add-ons. So um, moving into these, um, the lease renewal fees were, were um, you know, uh, half the agencies probably not charging anything. Some were charging a, a, a nominal lease renewal fee. Then we're getting into marketing and oh my goodness me, um, Michael and Dennis is realestate.com.au and domain.com.au. Are they doing freebies in Queensland? Are they not charging any, any uh, advertising? Not, 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 not that I know of. I'm fairly certain. That, I wouldn't uh, think that REA would be doing any freebies because no. the fees seem to suggest they're just so low across the board. They must be in pain because they are definitely not covering their charges. They're not covering the costs of what marketing is. They're not realistic about that and they could be getting higher. Mm. So, um, and that's typically what we see in Queensland. You see a lot of reluctance to charge a quality marketing fee where done properly. Um, and if you've got some good leasing technology with, um, you know, 360 degree cameras or, you know, Michael, what, what are some, some quickly, what are some technology they can be using where they can be getting quality um, marketing fees? What, what, what can they be doing? Well, I mean, putting aside the fact that REA and all the, all the, all the other costs keep going up every, every year when they put you on every, every six months. <laughs> you no, know, like put, put, putting that aside, um, the fact that you can be on like, you know, 13, 14, 15 plus websites um, also to get greater exposure using things like we've said for a while, virtual reality uh, videos, uh, you know, with COVID, we're still not seeing people fully embrace. Um, some of them have dipped their toe in the water a bit more, but they're not embracing it either, like as much as they could be. Um, that augmented reality, but video still, like video, video, we thought that with COVID, it would have forced people to use it more and more, but they're still not doing it. Like they're still, I mean, they are, some are doing it, but very basic, still very basic. Yeah. And you know what? Like um, there's how many thousands of agencies in Australia? It's, it's really not hard to stand out and be a really good um um, business enforcing your points of differences. It's, um, you know, spend a bit of time at the front desk and, and really create some strong online presence and you will have, you'll be a force to reckon with anywhere in Australia. Let, let's move on. So um, with the other fees, this is where we're now really getting into that Sunshine Coast thing where we're lacking completely in fees that practically everywhere else in Australia are getting. So monthly admin and administration or a monthly fee um, is lacking completely. Um, they're, they're just saying it's included in their cost where it's easy to get that two, three, five dollars even $10 a month per property. Um, they're not even getting that. But my point is you can. It's mm. not like, 
you, you look at your comp competitors and go, well, they're not charging it. We better not. Well, you can because mm -hmm. it's more the market that dicks dictates what the management fee is going to be. So if you go suddenly go and charge 20% management fee, then the market forces may slap you very quickly in the face and say, well, we're not paying that. So market forces very much dictate that management fee, but it's more mindset forces, what you believe to be true that dictates what those other add-on fees. And so what I'm saying, people, is you're unnecessarily missing out on month monthly admin fees. You're missing out on end of financial year statement fees quite easily when it costs the owner probably $400 for an accountant to accumulate all of those 12 monthly statements into one annual statement. You're giving that to them. Don't give it for free. It could be worth 50, 60 bucks instead of them paying 400. Dennis, you, you um, right now at the moment, um, and I, I suppose we're going to be careful about dating this, but you were looking at getting a flight back. You're in New South Wales at the moment, <laughs> looking at getting a flight back to Brisbane. And how much was that flight? Fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars, and what would normally that flight cost between Sydney and Brisbane? Fifteen hundred dollars. I paid a hundred and ninety-seven dollars. That's day. normal price is a hundred and ninety-seven. But here is the deal, everybody. And Qantas understands another law called the law of alternate cost, because Dennis. Uh, tomorrow, if you fly back to Brisbane and you have to go into quarantine, what is the cost going to be? Uh, oh, look, the, the cheapest flight I saw was $667, I think it was. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that if you, yeah. if you don't, if you don't get dollars and pay the $1,500 or the $600, bucks, yep. what is now going to be the alternate cost? Oh, the alternate cost is um, two weeks accommodation that I've got to pay Self-funded in a motel for quarantine. You have to self-quarantine for 14 days and you have to pay the motel bill. So, guys, mm -hmm. what I'm saying here is using the law of alternate cost, if you're charging $50, $60 for an annual statement and you're saving the owner $400, do not think the owner isn't going to pay their will. So... Um, I just found that it was very disappointing. There is no monthly statement fees or monthly administration fees, I should say. The end of financial year statement fees is probably a couple of agencies charging something, but that's where the traction could be. So agencies here, Michael, before I hand the reins back to you guys, could easily be um, charging an extra $60 a year through mm. monthly administration fees. Add another 60 or so dollars on for uh, end of financial year. Um, plus also a decent lease renewal fee, which should represent maybe half, maybe 75% of a leasing fee. There's possibly three to $500 that we could find very, very easily with these agencies per, per year, per property. Um, but of course, the issue is the mindset. Will they believe it? So yeah. over to you guys. How do we go with the social media side of things and the online presence? What was that like? And when we totally agree with the fees and everything, and if anyone has any questions or they want to have a look at their fees and their fee structure, make sure you reach out to Darren at IGTmail.com. Darren at IGTmail.com. Um, he is the absolute guru when it comes to knowing and understanding fees and mindset. Um, and uh, I guess some would say, Dennis, that uh, Darren is the ultimate, uh, you know, the fonts. He walks in, he just reads the, reads the room, reads the market, and he just knows what's going on. Well, we have the ability. We've got the keys to the kingdom because it's really, you know, you might get a business owner listening to this podcast and go, wow, you haven't get these fees, but my team will never allow it. Well, they won't because yeah. if they've done 10 years cheaper fees, that's what they believe to be true and increasing fees. I don't believe it's going to happen, but we as a team have the ability to unlock, go into a room of 10 hostile staff members with their arms crossed. Well, no, these fees cannot be increased and they come out at the end of it 
true believers. And that's where the, where the, the real value that we give is mindset training. Yeah. And um, just going on that um, social media side of things, again, it's, 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 it's a mixed bag. No one is really utilising social media as they should be doing it. Yes, some people are doing um, YouTube. Um, some of the big franchises are, are controlling the social platforms, which is kind of hard for like an area like in Sunshine Coast when you've got a franchise that's controlling like a national or, or a state-based franchise is controlling the narrative. Yeah, so if you're looking- not posting about localised information and that's what people want to, they want to have that emotion or that feel and that touch, you know. Yeah, they want to see that, you know, you're eating your bacon and eggs in uh, Hastings Street in Noosa or they want to see that you're walking up the, at the promenade in Malulabar and, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, people want to engage with that. When they, when they see that, they create that emotional um, attachment. And, and then when you go and look on like personal social profiles too, you know, people that are in the area, they do it there a bit, but the, but the owners aren't looking at their personal profiles because a lot of them might be blocked or limited or whatever mm. it is. But for a company, Instagram. Yeah, it, it was interesting looking at the Facebooks because I, I really enjoyed uh, the banners on the pages because um, a lot of them had personal pictures on them, the, the, the profiles, of, and it wasn't just a, a professional photo of a beach. It was actually um, associated to the company. I thought that mm. was really good. They did that really well. Then, then you start to look at the information on there and then they fall into the old category of um, either sharing another person's um, uh, newsletter. They, they could be getting information from realestate.com. That's feeding it to realestate.com. It's not hard to get your own material. You know, uh, often in the inspired growth training um, inner circle, you get people sharing and asking for um, ideas for blogs and vlogs and stuff. You know, if anyone wants some information on some examples of what you could be putting as newsletters and doing videos and personal stuff, go into, um, you know, go to our Facebook page, Inspired Growth Training, click on um, Join Visit Group and please answer the question so I'll allow you in. I need to make sure that you are in real estate, um, you know, and, and get some ideas from there. People are often sharing. You know, stop putting photos of a house. You know, too many times, Darren, Michael, we see house, 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 house. Okay, put a house on there. Use it to win the business to convince an owner to use you. However, mix your posts up. You know, I mean, um, ultim- uh, you know, I look at the, the, the Instagram stuff that I was looking at. Um, more posts I, I did see on there. However, it, it wasn't personal. Again, so um, it, it was uh, it was a, a little bit of a shame to see the online presence on realestate.com. How many times are we seeing a silhouette as an image instead of a person's photo? Who's you go to Instagram training, you will see our photos on there. Whose responsibility is that, though, Dennis? So people listening to this um, that don't have personalised custom bios for each of their staff members and unique individual headshots for each of their staff members. And, and all, same, same thing too. If you're an employee and you don't have that on your realestate.com and your domain and whichever platform, who should you be speaking to to get that fixed? Um, so, for example, you walk in and you say to your boss, I'm not on there we don't have this. Who should you be, who should you be speaking to? Well, it could be whomever's in charge of the, the administration rights to the page, right? Because you can put so much really good information on realestate.com. They actually can provide you with a video and you just put your photo at the front and you can send a 
as a part of your pre-listing if you wanted to, you know, and you, you should be putting your um, testimonials on there as well uh, and your listings. Uh, I don't like seeing rentals. You want to see an individual, you know, um, and, and, you know, sometimes every now and then I get a, a, a principal say, yeah, but Dennis, you know, um, we have a bit of staff churn so that um, we're always changing it. So let's look at the staff churn issue. You know, um, it's not, it doesn't take long to change an image on a, uh, on a website, especially one the size of realestate.com. Um, Michael, I thought the Google presence was quite good. Google, was, yep. yeah, Google presence that was quite good. There's some really good Google. Um, the, the, the responses were being done quite well. Um, the rankings um, on average were quite high as well. I thought that was quite good. Um, they did well. If anything, um, a couple of the bad reviews they were being replied to, just a friendly reminder, remember to reply the good reviews as well. Yeah, that's probably the only consistent um, social or online presence that people were, were focusing on, getting Google reviews. You know, we can see they're putting the effort in there, but, yeah, not replying to it, not, not having questions on there, not, not having their times all, you know. We see people in Queensland, they may have earlier start times, you know, like starting at 6 or 7 and finishing at 3. That doesn't help when Google are trying to promote you and push you to people that are searching for you and people might be looking for a property manager after business hours. So yeah, if, you look, yeah. if you look closed and someone else looks open, Google's going to push that. Same with Facebook. I mean, you know, Google, what they're doing now, if you, you put them into your phone and you're doing a search for them, you might be just looking for them, right? They actually say, oh, by the time you get there, they'll be closed. Yeah. You know, they're telling you. So, um, you, know, the, you know, look at expanding your, your opening hours or your availability on the phone time as well. Um, images too, Dennis. So, so they're happy to have like some type of image on their Facebook um, wall, right? Like their header, their header banner. Hmm. Then you go to their Google page and it's totally neglected. It's just got like an image of the of outside of their building that, the, you know, their Google 360 camera um, took when it was driving by. Yep. Wouldn't you like want to focus or give some love to the site, which is probably going to be the very first landing page that people have an experience with you? Perfect. Well said. Because you know what? It doesn't matter how much... Um, somebody will refer you, somebody's still going to get on the Google and they're going to look up your phone number and they're going to see the reviews or whatever the case, it's there. Um, while we're, you know, talking about videos, I was looking at the YouTube stuff. Uh, a lot of the companies don't have the YouTube banner used up, okay? So, um, and they might have five or six videos where they did some videos because somebody told them to do it, but they haven't, there's no consistency there. Uh, crikey, if you go to the Inspired Growth Training uh, YouTube channel, you'll see, I don't know how many videos we've got, but we, we're, we're adding all the time, right? And there's, a, there's an image there, uh, you know, little things that you can do for the first time you're visiting a page. There can be an introductory video that you pop up um, as well. Oh, um, one of the companies actually was utilising the Messenger bot correctly. Yeah. That was a bonus as well. So, you know, it was, it was, that was quite good. So you, you can have the automated messenger bot, but this one was the, the, the proper um, messenger bot where it, it's, you know, um, responding to you straight away. That was really good as well. Mm. 
All right, guys, I reckon we'll wrap this up, but some really good podcast, lots of good meaty information in there, a lot of what not to do, and of course, what to do as well when it comes to that new business inquiry coming in. I mean, we're all about, guys, good, good experience for that prospect, all about winning the business, quality points of difference, of course, quality fees. We're very much about quality fees. So hopefully you guys got a lot out of this. Um, and how to get traction, of course, go to Secret Shopper files.com that's secret files.com reach out to michael um, or dennis on there and they'll be able to answer any questions that you have and i think while we're at it let's do a quick shout out also for our brand new bdm coach podcast show just go to bdmcoach.com also on there you'll be able to pick up 28 uh, BDM uh, key BDM um, activities on a spreadsheet that you can be measuring as well with lead generation. So go to bdmcoach.com information on the BDM Coach podcast show, which is of course on Spotify, Podbean, and also iTunes podcast. But guys, great session, well done. Thank you so much for our listeners and viewers. Um, and uh, until next time, uh, actually our next podcast, we're uh, not going to say where, but we're going to a really Ooh. exciting exotic holiday destination somewhere on the planet outside yep. of Australia, New Zealand. And uh, we'll be able to reveal those details with, uh, with the, um, the marketing in the next few weeks. Excellent. There's some really good ones coming up. Yep. Cool. Definitely excited. Stay yeah. tuned. All right. Thanks everyone. And uh, take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.